Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. G'day everybody, it's Trader Cobb. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. It's Trader Cobb here with Madison Van Bennekon of uh, Australian Crypto group as well as the crypto revolution investments fund which is a fantastic fund that's out there uh, helping out and growing uh based around the cryptocurrency community investment choices so it's, it's a fantastic honor to have him here i'm just going to ask a few questions of madison we're going to go back and forth to just sort of have a bit of a breakdown of what we think was going on in the market so as you all know by now guys i'm always trying to find the best minds in the business best people to speak with and get different opinions because my opinion by myself is one thing it's the opinion of others that uh, that i'm really looking forward to so madison would you like to give yourself a little bit of an intro, mate, to the audience? Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, I run CRI. I help admin Crypto Australia. Uh, we're setting up other funds and, and helping ICO teams around Australia. So, yeah, I guess in short, that's pretty much where we're at. The fund is the, the main side to what I do. Awesome, mate. So you got a pretty good insight. I know that uh, I've been following you for a very long time, and you were a big part in getting me into the uh, into the game. Uh, I've been you know, known you for quite some time now. And at the end of the day, I mean, you, you're one of the most respected minds out there in the Australian community. For those of you who are in different parts of the world, uh, it's definitely worthwhile looking up Crypto Revolution Investments. Get on the Facebook page as well, just to sort of plug in and see what the uh, the entire team are putting out there because it's really good quality stuff. So while we've got you for a short period of time, mate, I mean, obviously you've been in crypto for, for, for quite some time um, where we are right now with regards to the market and the growth phase and you know where the market sits I mean I guess gives a bit of a view on on your your assessment as to where we are and where you think we might be going of course this is an investment advice at all we're just having a conversation yeah I think short term you know we're still going to be fairly bearish at this point in time but long term we've been talking to you know different sovereign wealth funds not directly indirectly with different sovereign wealth funds about getting into cryptocurrency and i guess when you start to look at institutional funds and institutional money you know you you can see the bigger picture that towards the end of the year i think we're going to really start to push up and and go a lot further than where we were at the last all-time highs yeah, it's pretty interesting that, isn't it? I mean, you you guys that are on the podcast regularly, subscribers and whatnot, you, you know what I'm talking about when I talk about this being a new industry. A revolution is, is coming. It is there. It's been likened to the dot-com uh, in many ways. And you also understand that, you know, I'm a short-term trader, but I'm also a long-term investor in the space. So, you know, people in this market, I don't know if you agree with me, Mads, but people in this market tend to be very short-term driven, focus right on the now, need money now, need money now. And as much as you hear me talk about the now, I talk about the now as 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 where I'm at, where my trading is, where my market, where the market is for now. When we're investing, we're looking longer term. And what's your sort of, you know, the immaturity of this market is definitely there to play. But what's your, you know, how do you think we're going to get to that next next growth growth phase? Because we need to get some maturity in the marketplace and some different money entering. I think to get the professional types in this, we need to sort of let go of all the constant shills and and talks of Lambos and everything like that. So, uh, you know, there's some people in the industry that I don't agree with that, you know, are out to benefit themselves and not the community. So, you know, ICO shillers, I won't get into names on the podcast, but yeah, I think we need to push away from those sorts of people that, that have large followings that, you know, started off good in the space with good intentions and then just money got to their head and they've just started to you know, just destroy the whole community sense. I think once we start to push away and we get, you know, economists and and people with 
with decent brains in this whole space that we're actually going to start to go further. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, without mentioning any names, I will mention a, a wonderful track that's gone out there. <laughs> Maybe it's called Moon Lambo. <laughs> yes hey look well you know don't worry mate you're not going to offend anybody of my listeners we've been across this quite some time now talking about the immaturity and the fact that the largest influencer out there is doing some of the most bizarre things i do believe that a level of maturity is needed i believe that we'll see that shift institutional money to enter requires it if we want to see this market grow we've got to act like adults here we've got to act like investors and people that have a true vision uh, that can help this market we're not talking about lambos we're not talking about going to the moon we're talking about an established business an established industry and we are at the birthright at this moment, and it's the, it's the nurturing that it needs uh, from professional minds and smart people in the game. Hence why I've got you in here, mate. Uh, we don't need to just talk about all the rubbish, silly things out there. We don't need to lose our cool. We do need to focus on the market. So with that being said, out of the top 10, do you think that there's anything that's going to majorly fall? You don't have to be specific if you don't wish to, but do you think the top 10 will remain this time at the end of the year? Uh no, I can't see the top 10 remaining. I can see probably, I'd say, Ripple falling out You know, somewhere, maybe not out of the top 10, but I can definitely see it falling down further. And I can definitely see VeChain pushing up and taking a top five spot. VeChain, right. You've said the word, so I'll ask you a few more questions on that, of course, guys. I know a lot of you are in VeChain. I keep it very close on. It's not one that I've actually put too much of my time into, and it's just simply because, as you all know, I'm pretty stretched. Uh, you know, There's only so much time that I've got to put into that sort of stuff, and it's the reason why I keep friendships like yourself, Madison, other than the fact that you're a good bloke. You do know a lot about it, and you're across the fundamentals a lot more than I am. So with VeChain, I mean, you, you, you're just saying, effectively saying that we may see a reshuffle of the top 10. We don't know what's going to come out of the top 10, but you're more sort of uh, bullish on what might enter the top 10. Give us a breakdown as to why you think VeChain might actually be there. I'm bullish on all things professional. So the team is professional. The way they do things is professional. You know, when we consider against other teams, uh, say Walton, for example, you know, with with how they set up that prize and, and what they do and everything like that on Twitter, it just it's completely unprofessional. But the way VeChain acts and works and, and the partnerships they're getting, the partnerships I feel they will get, the way they've set everything up, you know, Masternode cutoff is, I think, seven or eight days from now. So, you know, if you don't have that 10,000 Ven, you won't become part of that Masternode team and that will help support those guys from early on. Early investors will benefit later on. So, yeah, I can definitely see VeChain pushing out. I, you know, I can't say if it's going to make top five, but I can definitely say it's going to get higher than where it is now compared to some of the ones above it. And that's a big thing, isn't it? I mean, look, we, we talk about the execution of projects, the vision of projects, the teams of projects, the uh, you know the token metrics, were like i.e. does a token link back to the actual value proposition the business is bringing? Um, it just it comes back to the professionalism, you know. We, we, we've got to get beyond a good website and, you know, holes in a white paper. And, and by the sound of it, VeChain's one that uh, has hit the nail on the head there, which is which is really fantastic. Is there, is there any other reasons or anything else uh, that you'd like to sort of mention while you've, while you've got the time? Is there any projects that you want to shill yourself? Not, no, I'm just joking. I know you don't shill, but anything you want to let the, uh, the listeners know of um, while the time 
uh, well, we've got time really because we, we are, you know, we have had a bit of a dip in the market and there is a good opportunity now for people that are either entering into this market or looking to build out their portfolio with some, uh, effectively, I won't say the word cheap because I don't like that word, but some um, some projects have available that are very, very good that because of the irrational and emotional nature of this market have fallen to uh, very low prices despite the fact that they, their tech and their business plans continue to evolve and grow and sign partnerships. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? So there's a multitude of cryptocurrencies that I feel, you know, will be far better off than where they are right now. Some that have taken monster hits in this last fall. Again, I'm I'm not giving general advice at all. This is just us having a conversation. But yeah, for you know, for uh, I like the ones that have a big business backing, big ideas. Obviously, you know, Ethereum is is still the the pick of the litter there. But you know, for something that's fallen from grace i would still go completely bullish on nem it fell from a high of two dollars six us to 29 cents i think it hit so and you know yeah there's there's talks about them not having enough in their their back-end team but yeah the way they do their their community development and the way they they I guess hold themselves and and run their business I think is very professional and and to pick up NEM around 30 cents is where it was sitting one year ago from now so you know I can't I can't see why you wouldn't do that there's a few other projects that you know I do love but obviously hold a lot of money in those projects I don't want to get into those projects you know metal metal pay and stuff like that you know but we won't get into I won't start shilling all those. You guys can do your own research on those ones. We, we almost got him, guys. We, all, we almost got the canary singing. We've done our best. We've tried. Um, but, I mean, like, like with everything, guys, you know, we, we need to do our own research. We need to work through this. I mean, that's the whole point of you listening to this and being involved in the Trader Cobb community is to get education, to learn from people that know what they're talking about. Uh, I'm obviously a, a trader. I know exactly what I'm talking about in that space. But to bring in really good minds in the fundamental sense, that's my task to do this as well. Uh, of course, I'm learning a great deal as, as I go along, but I make no claims to be a fundamental genius here. So with that, uh, we're around that 10-minute mark, which is a perfect podcast time. We've also got to go to a lunch with the man himself, Charlie Lee. Uh, that is today. So um, look, what I want to do is just ask you this, Madison, put you on the spot a bit. If you were to give three points to become a good investor in cryptocurrency, like is there three things you need? Team, uh, the token, like whatever it may be. What are the three things? I mean, it might be two, it might be more, but what are the things that you think that the listeners should be, from a fundamental sense, looking out for when they're looking to pick good projects? I think team is number one, scalability. So we start to see now, you know, things pass the blockchain. We start to see holochain. We're seeing Rayblox, Hashgraph, Zillica. We'll see Radix before the end of the year. I think if you know if you want to call these the next generation of cryptocurrencies, I think you really need to start looking into those cryptos because a lot of the other cryptos are going to get left behind when you have something just so far more advanced than than what we have at this point in time. So yeah, definitely, you know, don't always go with what everyone's going with because that's what's happening at this point in time. Start to broaden your horizons and and go for something much larger. So teams the number one pick. Teams number one. 
Right, our team's number one, Bix. So thanks very much, Matt. That's Madison Van Benacom, guys. Uh, look him up on YouTube. Visit Crypto Revolution Investments website. You can find that and the, uh, the, the Facebook and everything. It's Trader Cobb here. Have a fantastic trading day. Don't forget to give a review. Five stars to the podcast, guys. Visit TraderCobb.com and uh, have a fantastic trading day, guys. Bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters.